Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. This is Yasmina, your host with Cut the Shit. And so today's topic I wanted to talk about is why I'm not confident. Confidence is such a big thing. I don't know if people realize that they are confident or they're not confident. And usually from my experience, people don't know why they're not confident. So I just wanted to go over some information to just help people become more confident or recognize the signs that they're not confident. Now, this all confidence goes all the way back to childhood because this is about your life experiences. First one is trauma. Well, physical, sexual, emotional abuse definitely will affect our feeling of self-worth. If you find yourself replaying memories or abuse or otherwise feeling tormented or ashamed of your experiences, definitely reach out for treatment with a licensed clinician. Now, another one is a big one. Oh my gosh, a big one of why we do not feel confident is parenting style, the way we were treated in our family. And this is the thing. They always say family over everything. Family first, family first. Never ever go against your family. The part that gets me is no matter what. And that is why so many of us are not confident. Because when you hear people say, I don't talk to my family anymore, you think like, what's wrong with them? Family is everything. Family is the biggest thing. You always gotta be with your family. Never disrespect your family. And I don't believe you have to disrespect your family, but we don't recognize what is not healthy because we're so used to it growing up. We're so used to seeing... I don't know that aunt that's like, oh, you need to get slimmer. Why don't you do some exercise and kind of making a joke of it? We're used to our parents questioning our decisions. Are you sure you want to do that? I don't know. Because remember last time, always making a second guess. And we don't say anything because we just say, okay, that's our family. It's okay. So when somebody else does it to us outside of our family, we're actually more aggressive verbally, body language wise, and sometimes physically. Because we're really subconsciously thinking about all those times our family members said things to us and we didn't react because that's your aunt, that's your brother, that's your mom. You don't say anything. So I don't feel like you have to be disrespectful or confrontational. But what I have done myself is I have been okay with saying, hey, that bothers me, especially to family. And I have had some family members tell me, oh, I can't believe like you're saying anything. And I'm just like, what am I saying that's wrong? Except, hey, what you're saying is disrespectful. I even go into explaining what it makes me feel. And from some family members, I got, okay, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that no more. I got from other family members, well, this is who I am, like it or not. And I decided to myself, well, I don't like it. I'm tired of normalizing it because it has affected me my whole life. I didn't realize it. And now that I do, I have to remove myself from it because it affects me. Simple as that. And I'm not going to pretend that it doesn't because we're family. <laughs> if anything, I'm more ashamed with family because I'm like, why are you putting me down? But I'm sure that just goes through back to history, chains of events, just treating each other a certain way and nobody being full aware of you're hurting your family member because it's been so normalized. Another one is childhood bullying 
can leave a mark on your confidence. And what I have noticed is people are getting really, really serious about if somebody is bullying their child down to the point where, I mean, I've even seen a video of a man getting on a bus with a gun. I believe he had an explanation behind that. I'm not sure everything about it. I just know at the end of the day, he got on the bus with the gun. And I'm pretty sure that's triggered, hey, you're not going to do this to my child because I remember when that happened to me. Also, I feel like with bullying with children, I've had this conversation with my kids as well. They'll tell me about something that's happened at school and I'm like, well, you have, I want you to understand because I always teach my kids to understand what's going on. They don't have to accept what's going on, but if they can get a better understanding of why it's going on, then they don't take on that self-blame of I did something to deserve this. And I tell my kids, I'm pretty sure they're seeing some behavior at home that they are doing to you. Because nobody is just bad to just be bad. I mean, I'm sure there's some selected few out there, but that all goes back to psychology for me and mental health to just be mean and have no reason behind it. But I believe there's a reason why everyone is bullying someone. There's a reason. Even though they don't discuss it, nobody's just bullying to bullying. They learn that behavior from somewhere or it became a defense mechanism. Another big one is gender, race, and sexual orientation. Scores of studies show women are socialized to worry more about how they're perceived and therefore to take fewer risks. And I definitely believe that. We're always thinking, what is the other person thinking? Am I acting the way I'm supposed to be acting or the way that they're wanting me to act? And that, as I said, comes from trauma, I feel as though from family. You're always second guessing. Is this right? Is this correct? Is this not right? I don't know. So now when you walk into a room full of people you don't know, you're thinking to yourself, what am I doing wrong? Do I look right? Because we don't have enough words spoken into us like, hey, you're amazing. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks. I personally did not hear that growing up. Don't worry about what anyone thinks. I feel like I heard don't worry about what anyone thinks when I got in a situation where I was trying to explain that something happened to me and maybe certain family members did not have the right words to tell me to make me feel better about the situation or rather understand the situation. So they just said, why are you worried about what they think? <laughs> so I just was like, okay, I guess I shouldn't worry. But that did hurt my confidence because I didn't know why it was happening. Now, I want to go over nine signs you are genuinely confident without seeming cocky at all. Because I feel like you get those people that are confident and some people take that as cocky. And there's a big difference between being confident and then being cocky. The number one thing is you listen 10 times more than you speak. If you always feel like you have to get your point across and not give the other person a chance to talk to me, that's cocky. Okay, you know the information. The other person doesn't know the information. You want to keep going and going and going. It's like, okay, don't beat the person down because you have more information than they might have about a subject. You don't educate them. Listen to why they think the way that they think. So you're cocky if you just keep going and going and don't give them a chance to talk. You're not cocky if you can explain something to somebody, give them a better understanding, and not make them feel bad. Number two. You take a stand not because you think you are always right, but because you are not afraid of being wrong. That is the biggest, biggest number one thing to me that tells me for sure I'm confident because I'm okay saying what I have to say and I'm not 
worried about if I'm wrong. I'm okay if somebody comes back to me and we have a conversation where I'm like, oh, I learned some new information. That's why I put a disclaimer on my episodes. Hey, this is from my experience based on some educational knowledge. Do not just take everything I say. Always seek out information for yourself. I don't care who's speaking. Never just solely listen to anybody without researching it for yourself and your own knowledge. Otherwise, you're just making decisions based on what somebody said and it, you don't know if it's you or not, which will hurt your confidence. If you're making decisions because somebody says something and you don't know for sure that's what it is, that's also putting a lot of pressure on that person because if something does go wrong, you'd be like, well, because they told me, no, you have to research stuff for yourself and you can't be afraid of being wrong and everyone is afraid of being wrong. And I feel like you should be conscious of, okay, I want to make sure I'm not saying something that's hurting somebody's feelings. I want to speak what I know to be true based on my life experience with some education. Another big thing I feel like I've always done personally myself, number three, you duck the spotlight so it shines on others. I feel like if I'm out with somebody, I'm not trying to outshine you. I'm not trying to get everybody to look at me, everyone to recognize me. When I did used to go out to clubs, I wasn't I feel like everyone look at me, look at me. I was confident enough where I was dancing and I didn't care who was looking. I wasn't going to stop and look around like, are people watching me? I'm dancing, but I'm not going to go out my way to make sure I'm in your way. Like, I, I don't need to do that. If people are looking at me, they're looking at me. If they're not, I don't care. I'm in the moment. I'm feeling myself. I don't need everyone to look at me. I usually get that anyways when I do go places, people look at me. And it was funny because my mom said, you have an interesting look. No, you're interesting to look at. And I was like, what does she mean by that? But then one day I kind of looked at myself like, I guess I am interesting to look at. I'm pretty highly tattooed. I always change my hair. I'm looking at my demeanor. So I said, okay, I guess I am interesting to look at. Number four, you speak freely, ask for help. I feel like that is also another indication that you are confident. Because you can speak freely and you can still ask for help. I feel like you should always ask for help. I don't understand people that feel like they have to know everything, but I understand that because growing up, depending on what your environment was like and what your family was like, it's almost like if you asked for help, it was bad that you asked for help. Then when you didn't ask for help, it was bad that you didn't ask for help. And you're like, what do you, what do you, what do you want me to do? How am I, how am I supposed to go about this? I really don't understand. At least that's how it felt for me. Uh, another one, number five, you think, why not me? Many people feel they have to wait to be promoted, to be hired, to be selected, to be chosen. Like the old Hollywood cliche to somehow be discovered. Truly confident people know that access is almost universal. They can connect with almost anyone through social media. I absolutely feel like that's me. Whenever I did work a job, I always thought to myself, if somebody in here is doing it better than me, why am I not doing it better? And that's when I realized because I'm limiting myself because there's somebody in here who has a brain just like I have a brain and they're doing an, a great job. I don't care what job it is. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you mop floors. I'm going to be the best person that mops floors. I don't do anything a little bit or kind of. It's a waste of my time, a waste of my energy. I'm not kind of doing anything. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Another reason you know you're confident is you don't put people down. And 
I feel like people do put people down. I mean, I think there's a difference when you're kind of laughing about something, but I'm not always going to try to put people down because I actually didn't recognize it about myself. I think I had made a joke with this guy I thought I was going to go on a date with a long time ago. And he was like, oh, I'm okay. I'd rather not date somebody that thinks it's funny to put people down. And I didn't know what I said. I think I said something about his haircut. And I was like, haha, just kidding. And I thought it was just light sense of humor. And then I remember I spoke to another friend of mine. I was like, well, I could understand that person's point. So it made me think a lot harder. Like, was, was I laughing at that person? Do I get enjoyment off of laughing at other people? And then I had to look at my life experience up until that point. And I realized that was always normalized around me where it was just making fun of someone. And if you did it behind their back or if you did it when it was just you and that person, it was okay. And so that became normal to me. And then I realized, wait, this isn't okay. I, I don't want to make people feel bad. Another one is you aren't afraid to look silly. I feel like that definitely will let you know if you can go on a dance floor and not worry about who's going to dance first. If you would just go out there and dance, you have a good time. And you're not thinking, oh, am I doing the right moves? And you're not thinking. You're just thinking about having a good time. Because you can be silly. You don't have to worry about, is this right? Is this not right? Now, I can understand some people might think, I hope ain't nobody recording me. <laughs> because, boy, social media and cameras is such a big thing. Uh, number eight, you own your mistakes. That is such an important thing. That's why truly confident people admit to their respect, their mistakes. They dine out on their screwed ups. They don't mind serving as a casualty tell. They don't mind being a source of laughter for others or for themselves. And I feel like if you're okay owning up to your mistakes, that is the biggest sign of confidence. That means you're not looking for somebody else's approval. But usually people don't want to say that they made a mistake because they're like, okay, if I admit to this mistake, then people aren't going to listen to me or people are always going to judge me. And I just feel like when they say truth is close to godliness or something like that, uh, I absolutely believe that. It was funny. I was speaking with someone and they were telling me, well, you know, when you go on a date, you're just presenting like, you know, you're careful about your presentation. I said, absolutely not. That's never been me. I feel like I lied, I guess, as a kid. And when I got older, I was like, I'm not going to lie anymore. Lie about what? For why? Why? I, I will never understand the point of just lying to lie. Uh, now, for instance, if somebody tells me, hey, what's your name? I don't like to say yes, Mina, because people be like, huh, huh. So I always be like, Mia. It is not that I'm trying to lie to you. I just don't want to go back and forth about my name. And I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. And now I just spent... 60 seconds of my life trying to tell you the pronunciation of my name and you probably don't even care and aren't going to remember it so that's something now you i guess you can call me a liar you know but usually i'll tell people i say mia as a nickname but i own my mistakes i i don't have a I, i'm not gonna lie it's a waste of my time it's actually an insult to my intelligence that i feel like i have to lie to get somebody to listen to me or to find me interesting or just, please, I'm not doing it. I don't have time for it at all, at all. Uh, number nine, you seek approval only from the people who really matter. I'm not seeking, the only person's approval, okay, people's approval I seek, I feel like it's definitely my children. And uh, of a new experience to me, to my fiance. Like, I really do seek his approval. And I'm like, man, and I get mad sometimes. And I'm like, ugh. Why, you know, like I shouldn't be in this position, but I do. And that's because I highly respect him. So I'm like, okay, I want to make sure this is okay. I don't want you to just yes everything because I don't want to have a problem down the line. So 
I just wanted to come on and say that because it was on my heart why I'm not confident. And I think a lot of people don't know why they're not confident. So I hope this information just helps you just rethink of yourself as, okay, I'm confident, I'm not confident, or just give you some information on why you might not be and what confidence looks like. Because a lot of times we really don't educate ourselves. And I feel as though it could be overwhelming because you're like, okay, educate myself. Where do I start? Okay, go start in the library. Oh, go, what the? And go grab what? Which book? Like, you know, or <laughs> you start getting anxiety. So then you never do it because you're just getting anxiety. Like, all right, this is too much. I'm just going to stick with what I know. I can't handle this. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's it. This is your host, Yasmina with Cut the Shit. And I look forward to doing more segments for you guys. Thanks.